Hello, all of the people, and welcome to the uh, return of the Gosh Daniel podcast. For some reason, I wanted to use the word titular, but I don't actually know what it means, so I'm not going to. But it seems like calling this the titular episode of the Gosh Daniel podcast would make sense. I just have to look up what that means here. Whoa, that's so make sure titular. I'm... Yeah, it's like yeah, it's the titular yeah. episode, you know what I mean? Yeah, okay, it's looking like this a... up. Holding or constituting a purely formal position or title without any real authority. Yeah, man. <laughs> no, wait, no. Okay, sorry. I meant the second one. Denoting a person or thing from whom or which the name of an artistic work or similar is taken. Wait, what? Huh? <laughs> Denoting any of the... Wait, wait. Like the work's titular song, which is identifying like the book's titular hero, the thing from whom or which the name of an artistic work or similar is taken. So like th- this... Is that saying like this would be theme like most important episode of the podcast the, like, or like this is the one that you should look at like this is the... this is the very definition of yeah. what we have. This, this is what the podcast is and it's apparently that is episode. us looking up things on google every time so that that's what the gosh daniel podcast is really all about um welcome back episode 53 daniel is finally back and i don't have any dumb guests like daniel two or the sentient elbow or just not making an episode for several weeks or talking about Infinity War when I don't really care, or anything that we've done for the last year. This is the real thing, man. This is the real thing. Normally, I would try to refute that and be like, we should be more positive, but I'll agree no, with you on this one. It's true. This is the this is the turnaround right here. This is the this titular is where episode. We go big. Yeah, this is the real thing, and this is from, Anyways, from here on out. It's good. Uh, yes. So so if you are new to the podcast, don't listen back. Don't don't do that, man. Unless you want to listen to the last Jedi episode, because I thought that one was fun, even though it's really just hype. Uh, that, that is true. Good. I like that one though. Maybe listen to that one, this but otherwise, good. this is the only one you need. That I mean, obviously, the ones coming forth after this. Yes, but this is this is good. We don't have anything like super incredible to talk about. I guess you haven't talked about Solo yourself, Daniel. So maybe you should go into that. But we will be reviewing. Arrested Development Season 5, and I guess we would have to kind of talk about what happened in Season 4 for people who are new. Or Yes, yes. But and also, there's news. We could also talk about, uh, like, Christopher g- g- Robin. G- g- yes, there's so many things to talk about. It's ridiculous. It's not even funny, except for the fact that it is funny. So funny. Because, so we have some trailers, folks. Uh, at the top of my brain, I uh, the Lego Movie 2, the... Lego Movie 2. Wait, the that, there's a trailer for that? Yes! What I the didn't heck, even man? watch that. We do Where have news I been living? on a podcast. Come on. Where have on. I been living? <laughs> Come on. Okay, well, how's, as you talk about that, I'm going to just watch it here silently. Okay. So well, I, apparently we're starting with Lego Movie 2. Lego yeah, Movie 2. Talk about well, that, man. the trailer looked, um, yeah, it looked fine. Like, I only saw Ralph Breaks good. the Internet. I didn't even see... Oh, my gosh, yeah, the Bumblebee trailer? Yeah, that was another one that happened. So, Ralph Breaks the Internet happened, and, you know, you got some Disney princesses, and they were weird. That but... was a weird trailer. Like, I don't know how I feel, because it's like everything, they actually got the rights to be like, here's Google and stuff. And after watching season five of Arrested Development, them actually saying Google on something was weird to me. <laughs> uh-huh. So, I don't, I don't know. I watched that... Like, so going to Arrested Development, I kind of watched it in reverse. I mean, I did watch the whole series, but then I forgot about the whole series. I mean, of course, it's amazing. It's great, but I moved on because you have to move on. Um, And then I just watched season five out of the blue. And and then um, 
And then I just started watching all the other seasons. But I watched season four after, and now I'm back on season one. Uh, so everything's kind of coming back to me, but in reverse. Wow. So, uh, yeah. But anyways, uh, Lego Movie 2. So it looks fine. It looks it pretty looks cool. All right. Is like, it still directed it, by Lord and Miller or? No, it isn't. But I like. I think they're producing right. it or they're doing something behind. Well, that's it. what they did with Lego Batman as well. Yeah, which was good. Which was good. That was good. It just wasn't as good, you know. That's true. And I think the best thing that the Lego Movie had going for it was that, like, originally was that people, like, didn't really expect it to be anything good. All that and now people are expecting it to be, like, the best thing ever. That's the hard thing, because I don't think it will deliver on being the best, because, like, a movie never really does um, when the expectations are set so high. Yeah. Um, so I think it'll be good, but it won't be, like, the first Lego movie out of the blue amazing. Um, yeah, I remember coming out of that movie and not liking the meta elements of that movie. I think I was the only one. What? I got out of it, and I was like, I thought it was just going to be Legos, dang. And then I, as, the more I thought about it, I'm like, no, this is great. Yeah. Okay. I mean, okay. What, what? Watching the Bumblebee trailer, and it's already like, Michael Bay likes little kids. Yeah, it's you true. Know? Bumblebee Let's just get is... some girl in really short shorts who looks like they could be a teenager. <sighs> and like, it's just that. And that's all it I is. I like how you're taking the time to watch all the trailers on the podcast. <laughs> Well, I'm, you know, I'm going to catch up, man. This is yeah. the titular episode. I can't fail it, you know. I get that. Still be good. I get it. The Bumblebee trailer was bad. That it was is bad. a statement. And it's well, sad because, I like, I thought they, this was going to be the first good one or something. Was that the thing They just about didn't it? have enough, like, okay, well, they didn't, they're trying to be new and different with this solo movie. I think that's what they were going for. But this trailer clearly didn't say, like, portray that, I guess, because it's all just, like, remember the the group of robots you loved so much in the transformers well you're just gonna get one robot fighting another bad robot and that's the movie completely transformed for the whole family less action-packed and less story-packed so that's nice it has to be more story-packed right because the other ones that's it's supposed to balance out be like okay you get less action more personal with bumblebee and whoever he's with and then you that gives you like room for more story and more development and more intricate intricate already it looks like the transformations are slower at least so like you can actually see the parts moving instead of just like that's just a giant metal blob yeah so that's that's nice that is good but but also it's isn't it set in the 80s i i wouldn't know I, I can't it doesn't look like the 80s but but it's uh, supposed to be set in the 80s isn't that are you supposed to go for that iconic nostalgia that sort of thing where you have maybe they will the 80s everything oh, but, but the logo's disgusting okay man yeah gross. actually i was actually just staring at the font and i'm like how does that make sense i don't know why i was staring at the font don't Who is question Travis my methods Knight? who the heck is this guy i don't sound I, I don't sound i don't sound Travis Knight. He did. Oh, he did Kubo and the Two Strings. That was a good movie. And Paranorman. (laughs) Oh, that that was okay. Ah, that was. I never saw that. So. uh, But Kubo was good. uh, Is this something he can do? (laughs) That's the question. (laughs) Ha 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 ha. Is this something anybody can do anymore? I don't believe. So I like how we're starting with news. Um, We're starting with news, and that means talking for two seconds about a trailer before I interrupt about another trailer. Okay, what did you have another trailer now? The Christopher because... Robin trailer. 
Yay, okay? Christopher Robin. The new one was weird, and I'm sorry, but it was weird because it was like, now you actually get to see all of them. And before, it, like the credits said like Chris O'Dowd as Tigger, but it does not sound like Chris O'Dowd anymore. Oh. I don't know if they like he didn't end up doing it or something. But the new Christopher Robin trailer, like you just get to see all of the animals instead of like what magic poo. Uh, magic so, poo. Yeah, that it's, was unexpected though. That was my favorite part about. It's cool. Like, that I actually first think your sounds good and whatever, and Piglet is Piglet and stuff. I thought but, like, the, the how they like displayed what the plot was going to be like. Um, like in the seems trailer, cool, I the, the, but guess. the plot seemed really weird, though. That's that no, like is... I think that'll be like kind of lame, actually. Like it'll be sad. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I guess Chris O'Dowd is not on board anymore. It's uh, Wait, it's, really? it's just gonna be Jim Cummings Aww. doing both again, which it makes more sense, honestly. I just like Chris O'Dowd. Uh huh. So, okay. Well, I I just I wonder how they're gonna have a plot. I think, besides without, we gotta help you. Yeah, I mean, it was weird because it was like, oh, Christopher Robin goes and has another little adventure and finds Winnie the Pooh's friends, and then he leaves, and then his daughter finds them, and then he sees them. That's the that's the plot of them. But like, you know, everyone complains, oh, the trailer gives away too much of the plot, so I'm not gonna like, you know, base. But then also at the same time, like, I saw like, I finally saw that trailer. The one you told me not to watch for Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. Uh-huh. And that does give everything away. It literally just kept on going. I mean, of course, now that I know the plot, I like the trailer a little bit better. Yeah. But, uh, like, I think the as movie I was, will be I stopped the trailer the first time I saw it halfway just because it was like, you're, ke- you're oh, you're not stopping. You're and I had to watch it because it was, going. like, right before Solo. Uh-huh. And yeah, that's so true. Have any, yeah. So, that... Like that happened, and but I think it's still gonna be good. I think Jurassic World will still be, um, Jurassic World Two will still be good. Um, but that first time I watched the half of the trailer, I was so angry. But yeah. whatever, it's okay. I think they were just react overreacting to the, um, you know, the feedback they got from the first trailer that only showed showed the first thirty two minutes of the film or whatever. Right. I don't know why thirty two minutes. Is I mean, it seemed boring head. still. Like that one seemed boring, and this one. Then the one in between, like, just the teasers is like, eh, it seems like it could be good. And then they may drop another one. It's like, okay, now you know the whole movie, guys. Uh, Yay. Basically. Now I don't want to watch it. Um, (laughs) But, okay, so Ralph breaks the internet. Oh, yeah. Annoys me because there's that thing where he's like, why don't I just say Ralph wrecks the internet? Like, that makes more sense. And I'm Uh like, it actually entirely does. Uh-huh. And now I'm actually kind of upset about the name. Like, then I looked at it and I saw that it still says Ralph breaks the internet. And I'm like, no, no, like, why? <laughs> like, please just name it Ralph Rex the Internet. Change the name or something. I don't, ugh. This movie might just, honestly. Emoji Movie 2. I know. It feels so, like, oversaturated almost. Yeah, where it's, it's like, look like... at it. It's Google. It's eBay. Look at all the things you know. And look at all the Disney princesses. And the whole thing about Disney princesses is, like, something about a dude. And and it's, you know, Yay. <laughs> And misogyny. Uh I mean, honestly, like, I do think that's an important thing, like, about Disney princess movies is, like, that's kind of annoying that I like that they didn't do that with Moana. But then at the same time, that's also kind of, like, an antithesis to what they say in Wreck-It Ralph because Moana doesn't even have a dude like that. It's not all because some dude came in and helped, you know? Uh Because, like, you would have that movie. Oh, yeah, that's true. Maui is there, but he's not, like... 
he's there, but we like could, still, she analyze, saved the day herself without Maui. We could analyze every single circumstance, and like the newer movies, it, don't it, have like, that. It transformed from yeah, it transformed from the prince saving everyone and everything to the prince is actually con- well, contributing. I guess technically Flynn Rider did everything entangled. But, you think? Yeah, that's... Well, because he kind of saved... Why are we talking about Disney <laughs> How do we get... In, uh, uh, I don't know, but I care for some reason, because I'm like, I think... is it actually misogynistic, or is it just like that they made a romance, you know? I'm not sure. Uh, that's tough. I don't... I, I, okay, here's and my... And that Disney would comment on all of their it... movies being somewhat misogynistic is also kind of weird. Being like, that's no, true. don't watch our old movies. They're misogynistic. Like, that's or just Or I think they just want to come off as cool. Like, oh, we can totally, you know, criticize ourselves. Yeah. Let's just be like, real people. Is it, I don't know. Because it seems like that's opening up a whole can of worms that maybe they didn't yes. need to. And maybe it's a little, it's meta, but in the wrong way. Mm, so, maybe. I, I don't know. With the whole plot, however, like, as a whole, my fear is that, I mean, like I said, it's going to be oversaturated, but, like, it, there won't be time for, like, a good plot. That's why I liked Wreck-It Ralph so much. It not only had all these cool video game references and all this stuff, but it actually had a good plot, a good character arc. Like, you know, it had the essential things for telling a good story. And so yeah. I just don't want them to sacrifice that to be able to include all of these references. I think it's going to be, these... like, all the references, all the jokes, and none of the plot. That's what I actually think it will be. Yeah, and yeah. I think that's why it'll be Emoji Movie, too. Uh, it's weird though, because uh, honestly, personally, I think that if you watch the trailer for the Emoji Movie, it's it looks like it has more of a plot than the record. That's actually true. Trailer. No, that is so, true. Yeah. Maybe they're just trying not to give away the plot, in which case it's commendable. But it yeah, also does exactly. make me sort of nervous, so I don't know. Well, the weird thing about the weird thing about trailers in general is that either they give too much away or they give too little, because like, or or of course they give too like, much, too little, perfect amount, or just all the jokes. Yeah. So. Trailers are weird and kind of annoying, but kind of awesome. So it's it's a really odd relationship, and we can't really base our understanding of the movie. What is that without even, seeing the movie? I don't even know what your what your point you were getting at there. Movies trailers are kind of lame, kind of cool, kind of awesome. They're just like uh, just, you know they're exactly. things that you have. I was the point about trailers is that there is no point. There's always just true. like now it's to they're get just somebody marketing. to see a movie, I guess. Yeah, but they don't always do that. But the weird thing is that the people in the film industry and film lovers in general, they, they use trailers as a sample for the movie opposed to, oh, this is going to convince me whether to see the movie or not. So we're coming at it from a different perspective, I think. That's true. Yeah. That's probably right. Uh, when watching like, trailers. Obviously, it's interesting enough where I do want to see it to see if they do like all of the references in a way that doesn't make me feel like, yes, okay, somebody finally got an iPhone at Disney Animation or something, and it's like, that's all it is. Uh-huh. But, I mean, I guess they would all have iPhones, really, because you make a lot of money at that job. But, like, still, like, somebody that's finally, true. like, thought about the fact that the internet exists. I don't know. So, that's true. More just, like, some guy installed Twitter. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what I'm getting at. But they'll probably have a reference about that. Like, it's, I can see it getting meta enough where they're like, wow, this is going bonkers. It's like, maybe one of the writers, like, look just, like, looked at fan fiction i could see that happening or something Where like have you ever seen that episode of gumball i don't know like an amazing world of gumball but there's this one where like this one girl is like this crazy like fangirl and she writes all of these different fan fictions and so they're like commenting on their own like fan fictions and like ships within like the, the fan community for the amazing world of gumball like i could see uh-huh. it going like that meta and weird 
which works for some things, but I don't know if that would be good for Wreck-It Ralph because it was kind of at, at its heart more of an emotional, almost Pixar kind of story that rather than it, it was really a was. reference fest. Sometimes so. when I realize that like Wreck-It Ralph wasn't Pixar, I'm like, oh yeah, that's right. That's kind of yeah, like it had a lot of heart to it. Yeah. And then again, Wreck-It Ralph is actually like, it's not a new thing for Ra- Wreck-It Ralph to have like all of these like, like they actually got the rights to these references and whatever. Because I guess Bowser was in Wreck-It Ralph and stuff like that. Right, right, right. Which right. I never really think about. I always think about the characters that they invented for it. But That's there were true. I mean, they got, ones. they got, yeah, they got like Sonic and yeah. so. That's true. Anyways. So, I guess it's, maybe it'll be fine. Who knows? Yeah. But uh, uh, like we said, can't really tell with the, the so, trailers. So that's that's trailer talk for for this episode of the podcast, the titular this Gosh titular. Daniel podcast. <laughs> I don't know why. Like we're just gonna say that every episode now, and it's still not gonna make sense. But, but that's what but it's all about. The point of it being titular is that we're only gonna say titular on this episode, right? Right. But if we say it every time, then you can't compare it and be like then you can't be like, the other episodes stink, therefore this episode stinks. If we say, no, this is the real titular episode. Ooh, that's true. We wouldn't want to lose the trust of our loyal fan base, And also, if we still don't understand the definition and we say that, then it's just a funny thing. Because we're so stupid. And maybe that's what it's all about. Mm -hmm. Either way, it works, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe this will be the only titular episode, and maybe every single successive one will be the titular episode. So I guess you'll True. just have to keep listening to find out, really. Mm. So, uh, Anyways, yeah. shouldn't we move on to what the people came for? The people, the people came, came for. to hear us banter, you know? Casual banter. It's like talking for people, but, like, smarter. Yeah, right? that's a great definition. Isn't that, that is, that's the whole thing. Isn't that what it's like talking for people, but it's like, it's like talking, but for smart people, that, that's what I meant. Yeah. It's talking Uh, for smart people. Isn't that, that's what Dipper said in Gravity Falls. Oh yeah. That was a reference. Yeah. Wasn't it? Why was I referencing on it when we're just talking about how weird, and then my whole like spiel about Solo that I was annoyed at was like all of the reused references like the, the reused lines and now i'm ref oh i hate myself sometimes and like we hated or i did hate ready player one and then i'm still referencing things on the podcast it's like i need to get my act together maybe this isn't even the real titular episode maybe that's next episode yeah i mean you're like the the dude that's still stuck on a bad breakup almost come it's on true man. yeah i am oh my gosh well what do you think about solo then Oh yeah, Solo was good. I liked it. Like I, I could overlook the cliche things. Like I kind of, uh, well, some things I didn't overlook as much. But like overall, I thought it was a really like well-rounded movie, and it kind of like it, it, it like tied itself tight together in like a nice pretty bow by the end for me. Honestly, I'm like. I'm good. Yeah. I really liked it. Some people were like, well, it's leading on to a sequel because da 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 da. It doesn't I'm feel like, like it needs a sequel, though. No, it doesn't need a sequel. And also, as I was watching the movie, I kind of got upset about like different things that would happen. But as the movie kept on progressing, it like kind of fixed those things that I got upset about almost. Yeah. Which I, I really noticed like that a bit more when a movie the second does time that. I saw it. Yeah. So I'm like, I'll actually like a movie if it does do that. Mm-hmm. Um, even more so 
I that's why I really ended up like enjoying it when I when I came out uh, yeah. of the movie originally and was like that was good uh, because like not only were there some amazing scenes like seriously when they were flying in the dark in the Falcon just in the pitch blackness of that weird part of space that they were in that was so cool honestly that whole scene it was, was amazing I loved it so much like I think um, yeah that was. People keep talking about how, like, visually it's just so dark and obnoxious. But what I've been hearing is, like, that's specific theaters that, like, don't have the capability to, like, actually really show off, like, good dark cinematography like that. So, uh-huh. pe- like, a lot of people were negative about how it looked. But I thought it was, like, the best looking one. Especially that Honestly, scene in particular. yeah. But. Yeah. Yeah, but that was because I went to a theater that isn't, like, 70,000 years old and actually has updated things. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh-huh. I don't know how old my theater is. I mean, it might be like 67,000 years old. Oh, right. Well, that's a little so, bit better still. Uh-huh. I mean, at least they'd invented color by then. So Sure. Yeah. Uh, I mean, sorry. Uh, like, this is this is not, like, this is dog years, I think, right? <laughs> Wait, dog years would mean, like, <laughs> it would still be thousands of years old. Even longer, wouldn't it? Wait, if it were, no, if we're talking dog years ago, like 67,000 oh, dog years. Oh, if that was dog years, yeah. Well, what, what's that shorter be... than that? Fly years. It's... Maybe it's 67,000 fly years. Because flies only live, like, what, a couple days? So, I would like to ask a quick question. Um, why does this matter? Well, I don't... <laughs> you know, I didn't think about that before, but now uh-huh. that you present that, I probably should just drop it. So let's, I mean, uh, I would love to be in a conversation with you about translating dog ears and fly ears and the importance of that when talking about a theater that, you know, has yeah, old like technology. Yeah, like how old are theaters and fly ears? But yeah. maybe not worth talking right now about that, I guess. I mean, unless we wanted to title the podcast that and spend the next, you know, 30 minutes talking about that. Yeah. I mean, it's tempting, but maybe, like, for the titular episode... Oh, right, Maybe right. Maybe we should save that I forgot. for another time. I forgot, yeah. Yeah. I agree. So what else should we talk about, then? Um, well, like, can you rank it? Can I? Oh, movies? Solo, Solo. Like, were you yes, hyped yes. for it? Or? Yes, of course. I wasn't that much hyped for it, and that probably goes, like, gives credit to why I liked it so much, because I wasn't really expecting much. Um, and so that means that now my ranking goes well it goes so empire of course then then you know the original star wars and then return of the jedi and then um um the last jedi probably and then uh, i'm trying to not forget movies the thing the big thing for me was that it was tied with rogue one honestly like i thought it was just as good as rogue one really nice okay i know like that's how much i liked it that's and I know how much it, yeah. you loved Rogue One. So. Rogue One, I just think, has more about it that I think was perfect. Whereas yeah. I feel like, I mean, well, the whole all around it wasn't perfect because it doesn't have like a lot of good character development. Everything mm-hmm. else it did, I really liked. And mm-hmm. so, like, I don't know. I probably like that one more just because of like the last 40 minutes and whatever. Best action scenes and whatever, but... Then again, there were those Sabak scenes in Solo, so like it kind of adds, like kind of ties together. I can see why you'd think that. Yeah, they're close. Uh huh. Uh yeah, but the, seriously though, that that Han Solo uh, naming scene—that thing quite was the bad. Roller. And I did that not like the Imperial so March horrible. in a major key either. 
Uh, I liked neither of those things. Those were my two, like, biggest complaints, I think. Yeah, probably. Also, I found it kind of weird how he, like, just met up with, you know, Kira on the on the ship afterward. Like, in that one, what's it called? The gang. What was the name of the gang? Or not the gang, but the group. The organization. Crimson Dawn. Yeah, Crimson Dawn. Um, how, like, he was just on the ship and she was just there. And it's kind of like, I wonder what the odds of that are. And, like, all of... space i guess i never thought about that for me that was an issue but it's like well you could kind of say the same thing i guess about the rest of star wars so that's true like what why is that an issue right now so yeah that's that's a good point i mean i guess another thing well she did mention that they like she could get sold to crimson dawn earlier oh in that that sense it does make sense i guess where she's talking about how like she could get sold crimson dawn or i don't know so like that kind of makes sense sort of but not really but then my thing was, like, when he was, like, so where's Kira? When they were all on, like, the Falcon or whatever. And Woody mm-hmm. Harrelson's just, like, uh, you know, how predictable or whatever. And so then he goes and he's like, makes out with her. And then all of a sudden Woody Harrelson finds them. And then he's mad at Han. And it's, like, well, shouldn't you have said something earlier instead of just being, ah, oh, young love, you know? Uh-huh. I guess that that's how I interpreted that scene. But watching it a second time, I'm, like, uh, I don't really know if that's what they were getting at there. Maybe I just kind of interpreted that wrong. But uh-huh. either way, so so you said that it's The Last Jedi and then Solo slash Rogue One and then... Force Awakens. Uh-huh. Probably. And then, of course, I guess the prequels. There aren't any other Star Wars movies I'm forgetting, right? There's just so many now. Well, you've heard they got the animated Clone Wars movie. Oh, my goodness. You've got the goodness. Ewok movies. I oh, mean... my goodness. I'm not a Star Wars fan. I am not. Yeah. Well, the Clone Wars movie has to be at the bottom of the list. Well, actually, no, it's pro- I probably like that, the Clone Wars movie, more than Attack of the Clones. Oh, my. Yeah. Oh, it's no. It's weird, though. The buzzing from my phone. Ugh. Oh, I'm glad we could address that. Yeah. Um. You're, you, know, I, you know, you have to on the titular episode, because otherwise people are going to be like, this is what I they think... call, like, Yeah. Yeah, this is what they call. That is the one like, non-titular thing that has happened so far. It's okay. We'll we'll recover. Uh, yeah. But I think it's weird that as more Star Wars movies come out, I, like my ranking for The Force Awakens is getting lower and lower. Yeah, or, honestly, I feel like, like they've topped down. it every time. So I mean, not in every way, but just for my like personal taste, there are more things I don't like about The Force Awakens than that I don't like about the other ones that they've done. You know. Uh, yeah that's true and i i think getting past the fact that that was the first you know uh sequel to the you know the trilogy and all that for like it was just it was a while since you know and people talk about the last jedi they're like so safe like oh my gosh so pretentious i don't know sorry i was listening to a solo review last night and he's like well i'll put it this way I liked it more than the really safe Force Awakens and the even more safe The Last Jedi. Honestly, it was so pretentious trying to like, and then he goes off all over again. And it was funny because it was like the most pretentious person on that podcast that was saying that. And I'm like, you're being pretentious about the prequels and how much you love those things. Oh, I I don't like I don't I wouldn't want to let my, you know, the hype for The Force Awakens blind the fact that like it wasn't it was good and it was Mm -hmm. enjoyable but it wasn't like I didn't. It didn't feel like it was an an, exp, an expansion necessarily of the Star no, Wars. No, it felt universe. like a contraction. Like it felt like everything yeah. was smaller, and I kind of didn't like that. And I felt like yeah, the Last Jedi so made it bigger. That's why. That's why. Yeah, the Last Jedi, Rogue One, 
solo, they all feel like they're making it bigger, honestly. Yeah, like, I, I like it when they're just expanding. Like, honestly, world building is kind of the most important and cool thing about Star Wars to me. And that's why yeah. I'll still watch the prequels. Other than maybe, yeah. like, Attack, Attack of the Clones is just hard to sit through for me. But, like, most of them I really appreciate and like solely for the world building. And, like, that's enjoyable enough to me. And so I feel like when people talk about George Lucas sucking or George Lucas being great, I don't feel like either of those are true. It's just that he's good at world building. And that's what makes it good, you know, or bad or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, the, that's the only good element usually. So, Yeah, especially in a series where there's so many worlds you can go to. I know, so. it's great. And so, like, that's that's probably the thing I care about most. And I am interested with some of the things they did and i like this two sabat games and i like stuff but overall i don't know can do you have a rating for it out of 18 uh, well i'm trying to measure with my rating out of five stars because i i rated it like four and a half and then i you know changed it to four but it's yeah. honestly like 4.25 honestly i think i gave it like uh, a 15 and a half i think something like that uh huh. Because that was about like, I think that was like four point two or something. So. Okay. Yeah. Then I'd, it'd probably be around there. Of course, that doesn't compare with my other ratings because I've rated other movies without thinking about the math and how that actually translates. Right. Yeah. So, but actually thinking about the math for this, out of five, it'd be four point two or four point two five because you know you gotta right. have. Um, and then you know it'd probably be like what a fifteen or sixteen for me. Yeah. Like that's the thing though. It's like. It's a, sure, it's not as good a movie as, like, Infinity War or, like, Spider-Man Homecoming or something like that. Uh-huh. But for me, I still like it more than those. Because I like true. Star Wars. Like, yeah, something because about it's whether Star you're a Star Wars, Wars fan or... Yeah. Like, I, honestly, I think I ranked... I even think I ranked, like, The Force Awakens higher, honestly. Than yeah. It's weird. It's just like, weird. Like, objectively good movie, you could say, for Solo. But, like, good, not great. But then yeah. at the same time... I derive more enjoyment from that anyways, even if I don't derive as much enjoyment from it as I do from another Star Wars movie, you know? Uh Uh-huh. Like, it's still more fun a ride than sitting through any number of movies that are better. So, I don't... Yeah. I don't know. It's weird because it's like, Star Wars movies are better Star Wars movies than they are movies. Yeah, it's true. Like, if you rate something out of Star Wars, it's a lot higher for Star Wars. Uh-huh. But if you rate... Uh But actually, no, it's a lot lower isn't it <laughs> uh, I, don't I, think, I don't know i don't know i think like looking from me. a looking from a movie perspective uh, like it's weird because thinking about it from a movie perspective maybe force awakens gets more credit and deserves more but yeah, looking at it as a star, star wars, wars perspective, movie no yeah like, it doesn't deserve as much yet solo and rogue one deserve more credit basically yeah. it's yeah. it's, it's complicated you and only like, know if you're a true Star Wars fan, yeah, so, you know. Five things you'll only get if you're a true Star Wars fan. Number yeah, one, man. Jar Jar. Many people <laughs> don't know this, but Jar Jar is secretly a Sith. Some Reddit user, and then it goes on. So Then yeah, it goes yeah, on. That's, that's just the, the thought. Picture. Like, I was going to do that. I was going to put that on the, the YouTube channel for Gosh Daniel. Ooh. But I was, mm. you know, that, that's just what I was thinking. I don't know what you, what you thought about it. Should, do you think uh-huh. I should make that a series or something? Do it, do it, yeah. do it, do it. Where you talk exactly like that, and then you just show random images of like Star Warsy things. It'd be cool because there's not a lot of people doing that with Star Wars right now, you know? Yeah. Like I think I think those like t- out of ten kind of lists, you know, would be good. You know? Oh yeah. 
Like, it, it's, it's that kind of content that I really like, you know? Like, that I'm always kind of looking for. Like, where's where's the top 10 stuff, you know? Yeah, the like, top the fives. top 10s and top 5s are all I go looking for on the internet. I like a top 7, but not as much, you know? Ooh, that's a little risky, though. Because, you know, be 7, risky. it's... It's yeah. not quite there because then me. you know there's like three less and but then two more so you're not sure if it's a bonus or like a negative thing rated <sighs> yep. seven. yep know. anyways um so i guess arrested development season i was gonna out, say i'm like about. kind of dying to talk about it <laughs> finally it took yeah. so long to get to it it took a while but you know we're uh, there now and i i yes i want to say i thought season four was good after watching the remixed one because there's this whole thing where it was like they couldn't book everyone at the same time, so they wrote stuff out to be like one character at a time kind of episodes. But then they did a remix version where they cut it all together, but then Ron Howard was like just narrating everybody else's backstory so you understand what's happening. And it was yeah, really complicated was excessive. and kind of hard to sit through and whatever. But then it's going true. through season five, I'm like, okay, this is actually like, I thought season four was good when I finished it. I'm like, no, it's actually probably one of my favorite seasons because it's got a full-on arc. And and season five is equivalent to like, I don't know, season four of Voltron Legendary Defender or something, where it's like, this is back to being good again, but it's only half a season, you know? Like, it only feels like half a season. Yeah, because it's only, what, eight episodes? Yeah, and I mean, some of the other ones were like only 12, but still, like, eight episodes is not enough to like, they didn't carry through their whole arc, really. Uh-huh. But I mean, the episodes were longer. They, times. they were longer, I guess. But I still sat through it in one sitting, you know? Like, Same. it was like sitting through, like, a two-hour movie. So True. And it was good. And I liked some of the jokes, but it, a lot of it was, like, just callbacks. And then there was more stuff with the Howards, which I loved. Yes. Just anything where you actually have Ron Howard on screen is really great to me, but... Uh-huh. I don't know. I, I think overall, make... I like it more than season four. And maybe uh-huh. more than season two. But, like, season three is the best still. And season one is, like, second to that. So, I don't know. Mm-hmm. That's my ranking. Honestly, one of the things I noticed and I really love about this show is that the characters are so... They're so... They're just the same throughout the entire series. They're so... um, What's... Like, you know, when some... A con- continuity, honestly. I just think it's yeah, continuity. It's not like a character's dealing with... I mean, sometimes a character's dealing with a different thing or whatever. But, like, for the most part, like, they they are the same, which is good for comedy and can get annoying in a comedy show when that changes, though. Because for, like, a comedy, like, Spongebob or something, like, even though Spongebob is, like, a kid's show, people, like, really care about it. And, like, it gets annoying when, you know, the first two or three seasons, like, Spongebob is this way, but then after that, he's more annoying or whatever. And, like, uh-huh. when characters change like that throughout a show, can get really mm. annoying in a comedy. And it's a good thing in, like, a drama. And Arrested Development is, like, just a comedy, you know? The and reason so I like why that. I bring it up, though, the, re- the reason why I bring it up is that, um, uh, like, I think comparing it, you can't really compare it with shows like The Office or Parks and Rec, but... Right. When you do something I notice with shows like The Office and Parks and Rec is that a lot of the characters change, but like like you said, I think I, I, I think The Office and Parks and Rec 
they're comedies directly, but they do have like dramatic-ish yeah. moments. And There's, the thing about those is, is that those are kind of trying to, well, The Office is trying to like kind of mimic real life, and it's like, well, that's kind of what it's like having a job, but it's just more dramatic and comedic. And but whatever. I feel as as The Office goes on, though, it gets it gets more, more weird. and more and then weird. later and Office with, is like what Parks and Rec is. You know, sp- yeah, and like that's how Parks and Rec is, though. Honestly, in the beginning, Parks and Rec is like real, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, but as they go, they get weirder and weirder, and they do some crazy. But of course, but the rest I, of I development that, is just not like that kind of show. You know, th- that's true. Like you can't really compare it, like I said. But with that, the characters are. Th- if I watch an episode from season one, like episode two, and I watch an episode from season five, like the way they address each other and the way they talk and how they deal with situations are all the exact same thing and how like crazy they are is the exact same way. So mm-hmm. honestly for me, it's like really, I don't know. It's really fulfilling and it makes me really like yeah. proud of the people who created this. And they're like, they knew what so they wanted, long, you know, they knew what they, they knew what they wanted from the beginning. Right. So like they, they created these characters and they stuck with them and like right. how they acted. And it was fun because I watched it with like my grandpa who had only seen like season one or whatever. And like, he still got it, even though like uh-huh. technically the plot is really complicated, but those characters are just so like, not, they're not one dimensional characters, but they are like, their own, you know, very unique things that you still can remember apparently like 15 years later or whatever and, uh-huh. and still like be able to fall into an episode and get it. And I think another interesting thing about Arrested Development is it's not very mimicked. Like I can't think of another show that does what Arrested Development does for like like a comedy TV show because like, well, The Office and Parks and Rec can be similar and there are lots of shows that are like that. Arrested Development is kind of making fun of soap operas more than it is yeah. making fun of like real life or like just like drama or whatever. And so like there's just there's not a lot of stuff doing that exactly. Uh, mm-hmm. and I don't know, I just I think that's cool. And it's more meta. Like I can't think of another like live action comedy show that that's that's that meta, you know? Like where they yeah, like, I... I mean the narrator is actually like there in the show and uh-huh. then just weird stuff where, like, in season three or two or something, there was, like, this comment, like, they kept having this whole episode where they're talking about how, like, the budget is being cut back for, like, the Bluth company. And then they also uh-huh. equate it to the show. And so, like, things get cheaper kind of on the show as well. And just weird stuff like that. And when they're, like, showing a flashback in season four, they had, like, watermarks on it that says, like, courtesy of Fox. And I don't know. Stuff like that. When I, just, I just think it's funny. You know, like, they do a lot of stuff uh-huh. that's to the audience, I guess. And surrounding, yeah. Like also, also, there's this moment in season four, or or maybe it was five, it might have been in five, where um, where George Bluth like has the has a wig on, and he's like he was just feeling yes. very transparent. That was that was season and, four. Yeah. That was the end of season four. Yeah. And then they referenced it in season uh, five. Right. Well, yeah. I just like that. There's like he's being very transparent, and like they're just even referencing stuff the other actors did in between seasons. Uh huh. And. I don't know, all that stuff where it's like you can tell like the actors and everybody there is kind of like a family and like it's the same creative team that did it from the beginning and same actors and whatever and they never like had to recast anything. But at the same time, like it's uh even though like the plot changes, the characters are the same and and it remains like it continues to make fun of itself. Like how the uh-huh. whole plot is or not the whole plot, what was going to be the whole plot in season five is, like, Lindsay 
having her own like political campaign and like the whole thing Uh starts up because like they look at like this thing that uh that Donald Trump said he's like you know putting up a wall or whatever but that was like the whole plot of season four and that was before the Trump campaign yes. where they're like we need to put up a wall between us and Mexico and they're like talking about how like terrible they are and that's kind of like the point and they're like trying to come up with this whole wall thing and then in between that Trump gets elected for talking about putting up a wall and they I just love that they like commented on that and they're like hey wait a minute he stole our idea and uh-huh. so they're starting their own political campaign like it's <sighs> I don't know. Like, the only thing my grandpa could say when watching it with me is, like, it's just so smart. Like, that that's, like, the only thing he could say is, like, I don't know another show like this that's just that smart. Uh-huh. And that, like, if you're not really looking at it closely, like, he was talking about, like, my grandma walking by or whatever and how it might not be her thing. And he's, like, she's just going to think it's a soap opera. Like, it doesn't, uh-huh. you know, like, it's just you have to kind of, I mean, you don't have to pay too much attention for some of those jokes. But for some of it, you do. And I, I don't know. I like that. Yeah. Yeah, and so you've never seen the unedit or the unlike revised uh, I no. season four, right? No. no. Is um, it weird? Because so, I remember watching it both. Like it's definitely, it definitely. I thought it was super cool. Actually, I have you to be like honest. It? I thought I, it was super. I, it sounded good to me. It's it it, but... it 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 was like so unique and so creative, and I'm like, this is cool. Like I'm opposed to the edited version. Um, where you know it's all like trying to be around the same time um like it, it, it you're always playing catch up kind, that kind of thing and, and you're always obnoxious. like oh well uh this is yeah this is like it's like whoa because you have to like make sure everyone's on the same page and remind everyone of that, that this happened and it got really and, and complicated this, it did it got so hard to follow um and it was sort of like that with season four like it was sort of complicated especially with you know the actors schedules or whatever they could only get them um at different times so like it was sort of complicated then too but i i i still like appreciated the uniqueness of it and kind yeah. of like and kind of like catching certain things and then how like good they were with con- continuity and then so you're like what is going on and then you have to wait a couple episodes and then you get your the answer mm-hmm. for what is going on which you know uh differs itself from like the original three first three seasons yeah. because the first three seasons kind of like gave you the answers within the episode uh, usually and that was cool and that was awesome and that was fun but they like did it differently here which i think is why people didn't like it as much but i still liked it like a good amount i was like yeah. this is still good like they just they just had to get extra creative um and i think they and did think a it, good job like, with it i was never focusing on the fact that like they couldn't get the same actors to be in the same room at the same time or something when i'm watching that i was just like they just made something complicated and cool yeah, I didn't even know but, at the time that I was watching it either. Yeah. Um, but I do so, think season five brings it back to being a bit more simple while it's still, like, dealing with the same problems. And so it's, like, it's different in the way that they're, like, depicting it, kind of, because it's not one uh-huh. person at a time. It still makes a lot of sense. And, like, it feels like a good, like, in-between between four and, like, the first three. And so uh-huh. I kind of I like That's that. That's true. But I like, so I, the I whole think... thing is, like, Lucille 2 is still missing or whatever. And they yeah. never resolved that. And they also never resolved Lindsay just disappearing. Yeah, uh, I she think... she wants to go see her real mom it's... or whatever. So I, I guess they're going to have to do that in season six. But even still, uh-huh. like, it's what, what's there is good. So. Yeah, yeah. And um, with uh, Lucille, too, and the murder 
So I was trying to like put it together because like I was even Googling it because I'm like, does anyone have any theories about like how she died in any way? <laughs> I mean, of course, all I found is that um, in uh, season like if they were ever going to do a season six, that's like it would be a murder mystery basically of three seasons from four to six. And then, then at six, they would find out who um, what happened to her, basically. Yeah. But you like um Michael would get calls from Lucille too and I think it would, that like it sounded like a voicemail it sounded it like was. it was right yeah and he would just talk over her so I didn't know yeah. if it like but the thing is if he was receiving the call it couldn't be her voicemail it would have to be just like a recording right and like so how does he keep doing that over and over again maybe he just accidentally keeps like dialing himself or something I, I don't know He's dumb. Because it doesn't, so. his phone is the one that rings, right? Oh, you're right. So he picks it up and then he hears a recording. So someone clearly is behind it and that's... wants him to think that she's alive. So I'm trying to like oh, put all these pieces together and get all these hints yeah. and be like, who, but I, I search on like YouTube or anything and no theories. And I'm like, come on, people. I thought you were more creative than that. Well, you should so. look at the wiki for season four because somebody made a whole timeline of everything that happened. And it was down to yeah. like the very specific day, like this day, like April 15th. 1995 or you know or not 1995 but like you know <laughs> sometime like 2013 this happened and uh-huh. all coming down to the the Cinco de Cuatro uh-huh. which is still just so dumb like just that name it's not even like it. Cuatro de Mayo or something it's Cinco de Cuatro <laughs> <laughs> uh, I and I like so that much. they did the exact that the joke though where they're doing like the July the second parade or whatever yes. because they didn't want the they didn't want the Mexicans to retaliate by using up all the fireworks on July third so they're gonna use it up first on the second <laughs> it's just so good honestly uh, yeah like my favorite characters have to be like either Lucille and um, maybe and then like Tobias or something like that I think it's like maybe in Job for me. Like, Job is really? so funny. Yeah, it's easy to forget. <laughs> he, like, almost angers me. Like, in, oh, like really? I'm enjoying it and I'm entertained, but I don't find it like, this is the best, this is amazing. Ugh. I'm like, this is really entertaining, but it makes me mad. I think he's so funny, like, the whole time. Everything he does is just so funny to me. But maybe being an old lady throughout the season... It worked. So freaking funny. It because works. she totally, like... I. You know, there's a lot of stuff where, like, you'll do that in a show, and it's like, I don't buy that that's somebody old or whatever. Like, she somehow... She sold it. Oh, like, my she gosh. looked like she was that age. And she acted <laughs> like it, and, like, where she just randomly <laughs> have to, like, start talking about, like, giving away my social security number. Like, <laughs> my niece told me not to, but, I mean, sure, if it's... <laughs> oh, yeah. I've, like, stuff, her character, so for me, has always been the best ever since, like, Marry the beginning. Marry Yes, that was when she got the like the film job. That film and... job is like just my that that's actually the thing that annoys me most about the first three seasons. So it's because then it just abruptly ends, and it makes me so upset because like I keep wanting to see like everything that she does at her mm-hmm. job because that was just so compelling. I know. Yeah, I loved, I love that like side. I want to like just watch the scenes that she's you know the the head of like that company basically yeah. or the producing. Oh my gosh. Of, movies and stuff so and like good. the fact that they kept it like consistent into like the fourth season and she was getting the royalty like, checks yeah she got the royalty checks for gangi <laughs> and then, gangi for and then she um, hires him back for fake block and that yes stuff, like, her... but but what was the the check was like gangi for face surgery or something like that because that's why Lindsay yeah. thought that right uh, yeah yeah she's like 
she's like, really? Well, it said for Gangi, and she looked at it, and I thought, think she saw it. She thought it said um, from Gangi or something like that, because that's what they call Lucille One. Yeah, so no, I thought, like, that, thought it was... I thought that it meant that it was like Gangi Four. So like from Gangi Four. Oh, wait, oh yeah, I think this... Gangi Four, and then right. No, you're right. Yeah. For the face surgery or like a plastic surgery or whatever. Something. And then, um, oh but when gosh. she like, she's like, I, I stole the check or whatever. Here's the money. And yeah, you do need, you know, a little touch up on the nose <laughs> or something like that. <laughs> it was so sad. Uh, uh, I like um, that so anyways. much. And, and the way that maybe keeps like trying to get her parents' attention, even in season five when she's like a full on adult is just so funny to me. Where she's uh-huh. like with trying to, she orders like the meth teeth or whatever for... And she's like yes. writing Lindsay's speeches and yes. she's all getting that stuff. so obsessed. It's and like, so great. I, I like how it's like, you know, even watching season one, you see like, you know, she's an adolescent and she wants her parents' attention, so she's doing these, you know, things or whatever. And they just keep forgetting she exists. It's just getting, it's getting more and more extreme though yeah. as she gets to be like an in adult, season four. She was so still great. like she in season four she was like twenty one or whatever and still in high school because she thinks yeah. she thought her parents would eventually notice that she's still in high school. <laughs> <laughs> and and like uh. one of my favorite things was that like I didn't put that together that you know George Michael and her were in the same grade so why is she still in high school? Because you know. Uh, when like in the beginning of the the show, Lindsay's like, "Come on, you're gonna you gotta you're gonna be late for school or whatever." And then it's like they grow up too slow, is what she said. And then <laughs> later we find out she's oh, she should be graduated. That's great. <laughs> that makes so much more sense because like they just did it all at once, right? In uh-huh. the in the remixed one. Uh huh. And it wasn't quite like it was a good idea, but it wasn't like presented as funny. But that's really funny, like doing well, it. Well, I mean, way. I I think they still did wait till later. Well, they did kind show. of. But like it was, yeah. but it wasn't the I same. I think the thing is, they did, like, to, they, I don't know. To remix it, they had to sacrifice some things. I think. Yeah, they like totally some did. Things that were you could tell funnier. some things that would have been, like I noticed that when he's narrating stuff, I'm like, why? Why wasn't that like a whole ep- like, what happened? Uh huh. Yeah. Um, so I think it was a lot honestly, of narration that was like painful. There, it was a lot. I mean, I feel really bad choppy. for Ron Howard's voice actually, because <laughs> like I couldn't imagine <laughs> being in a booth narrating that for like like how many like there was 22 episodes and it was like half of each episode uh-huh. he was narrating what was going on you know yeah it was bad that would not be a fun job <laughs> but he did it you know like he wanted it to be re-edited so i kind of blame him for doing that to himself Anyways. yeah i i i mean like i think they still should keep the option to watch mm-hmm. the original season four i was surprised when they didn't yeah i was like wait there's it's not still there like i figured it is yeah it's under trailers and more you just go and there's really? just the whole season is still there, so I'm gonna go back and watch it. Oh, that makes so much sense because I like I saw just season four, whatever they con- consequences or whatever fateful consequences. they called it. Yeah, fateful consequences. Except it wasn't um, like that deep because it was Ron Howard. It's more like fateful consequences, but still. That's true. Accuracy yeah. uh, is important. Um, yeah. So like, uh, but um, thanks for letting me know because I might want to watch the original. Yeah, me too. Season four too. Yeah, I'm gonna do that. So, but anyways, I think our, you know, talking about Arrested Development Season 5 just kind of turned into talking about Arrested Development Season 4, and then 5. <laughs> it did. It but did. Because they're kind of really... Like, they're really, they're, like, you kind of need to see... 
it's because yeah. it's it, a like, more a complicated it, show than I. A lot of yeah. season, yeah, it's gotten pretty complicated. I mean, a lot of season five is playing catch up with season four because season four was kind of really complicated and quite a mess because it, it was trying to and play then, catch up with them not making the show for like ten years. Yeah, and so it doesn't help that they're gonna they keep it having these pauses between seasons because all the seasons are gonna be is just catch up, mm-hmm. and it's like you need to like cool it so that we can have some. You know, just story and content, right. you know, opposed to ketchup. Because, I, I mean, they're doing well with the ketchup. Like, it's still really it's entertaining true. and it funny. It is fun. And, and what, it, like, it's it's Arrested Development. Yeah. So, it's great. But What did you think um, of the whole, like, a Google thing where they couldn't say Google? And so it was, like, blurred uh, out or whatever. And then they'd just be on yes. the search campus, you know? Uh, yeah, that was good. Like, did I you like actually and, like the whole thing there? Yeah, I mean, it... it um, I like the with, defense from the family class. That was kind Defense. of the only. Oh yes, that was the only. Yeah, thing I that really was thought great. Was good, but otherwise, I mean, it was with kind season of with season five, it was a little bit choppy too, honestly, because there were some no, points was, where I was because yeah. it jumped it to did. different time periods. It didn't just jump back and forth. It jumped like in between and then through. Like so, it's really hard to follow season five. Um, Maybe yeah. I mean, but, it was easier like, than four. That's for sure. But it was. Still, I think season coming, six will finally from, just be like, here's what happened. Yeah. That's yeah. what I'm looking forward to. If they do get to a season six, hopefully, because... Well, yeah. I mean, they're planning on doing it later this year still, I thought. They are? I don't think they put it on hold. Because I didn't, I, I didn't hear about... Like, I, I tried to do research and see if they, it was confirmed yet, but, like, what I read was that it wasn't confirmed. Oh, they I thought... They hadn't confirmed it. I thought it was a thing that was happening later this year. But, so, like, I guess there was a whole controversy with um, George Bluth. So, like, a lot of people are, like not like kind of wanting to like recast him i guess or like not have him there and like i don't really know how i feel about that but yeah yeah you know what they should just do they should just cast cast the dude that plays oscar to play both george (laughs) and oscar that's actually a really wait a like hasn't anyone thought about that why hasn't anybody thought about casting the guy who plays oscar because clearly like they're twins they look similar right I know, like the the guy they got to play him is like, ridiculous. Is so are, like, are they brothers, like in real life? Here, let me look it up. I don't think so. They're not actually brothers. Huh. I didn't think so. Okay. I thought they just got like Here. someone who looked exactly like him, because they do kind of look different if you think about it. Hmm. No, you're right. Like I can usually tell when it's Oscar on screen. Uh huh. Um, wait a minute. Okay, so Jeffrey Tambor says it plays. Wait, it says George Bluth Senior and Oscar Bluth. So he does Wait. does both. No way. I wow. That is some no good way. makeup artistry there. I know, right? Oh my gosh. But wow. like then what are they gonna do about, you know, if they want to recast him? Oh my gosh. Who are they what, gonna get? Who, who could they possibly get now? That that's actually really sad. I know. No, but I think everybody tried to <laughs> Dang, when I searched arrested development, just like the Twitter for Arrested Development came up, and they just keep having, like, quotes from it. Every, like, every Twitter. <laughs> and, okay, I'm going to close that tab so that I can actually think. Um, I want to find, though, I'm going to Google something, too, if you're, you know, but, doing like, all the if Googles. They're, if they're recasting, well, first of all, don't. But second of all, I heard that, like, everybody, including, like, Michael Hurwitz, the creator and writer, um, and, like, the cast was supporting Jeffrey Tambor in that whole case. Yeah. So, but then they had to apologize. Then they had an apology. So, like, I'm not really sure. But I kind of think, because... like, I mean, first of all, like, is the show being so meta that they created this whole thing about 
George about the guy who plays George Bluth being in a sexual harassment case because that's exactly what George Bluth would do or like that oh was honestly gosh. it's terrible that but that was my thir- first thought is like wow he is oh like gosh. he is a method actor <laughs> he's really getting into that character well, that's like the worst joke I've made on this podcast honestly uh-huh. but yeah I mean that's that's kind of exactly what George Bluth would do also honestly, Tobias yeah. I'm a convicted But sex then there offender. was like the whole there was like <laughs> there was the whole um you know like him yelling at the actress who played Lucille. Um Right. No, that's true. Yeah. That was like the big thing with the interviews but too. But he'd also that do were... that in the show. That's true, yeah. So... But seriously though, come on. Come I don't on. Know. Like, like why? Cuz that was that was that they issued the like apology and that's what was like in the interview. The an interviewer brought that up that they, you know, like Tambor, he like yelled at the actress that played Lucille or something like that, like seriously yelled. And then you know, I think the guy who played Buster was like, um, no, like I, like I think he like downplayed it or something like that, or tried sort of defended Tambor. And then they all had to end up just apologizing oh. and being like, no, it's like, because Lucille, the character, the actress was like crying at one point as Tambor was yelling at her or something Aww. like that. Yeah, so it's really like. Sad. I know, um, but uh, like, uh, who cares? Like, there's Wait, all which this Lucille? drama. And it's all stressful. Lucille won, of oh, course. Okay. Yeah, that makes um, sense. But for some reason, I can't, like, you know, picture Lucille crying, and, like, in being sad because she just she plays just seems like the actress. Be... Yeah, the the actress plays her character she's so, so good, well. honestly. Like she's, everybody she's on one of that my show. Favorites. Seriously, all there's not like a single person in that show who like can't act. I guess. Yeah, I know. I mean, and I don't honestly, know how I feel about I, Isla Fisher. Like, she's not particularly anything. She's not, well, she's like, amazing, but she's not... Charlize yeah, Theron was really funny in her season, though. Yeah, That was funny, the MRF. That Mr. F. When they do, I like how they, <laughs> they did that. They still play that, I know, too. but it's, like, MRF for, like, the, the, the Mexican Romney family or whatever. And it's, yes, and they, they yeah, the that's, same that's what they played it. <laughs> Oh my gosh, oh, I love wow. that. And, then, and it's like a callback um, that's not explained because it's like you have this narrator that explains everything that happens, but then you do those like those callbacks to like, you know, literally a joke you made 12 years ago or something and like uh-huh. there's no explanation and I love that. Uh-huh. And they also play the same music every time uh Buster has to deal with like um it was like you know the how he had to like suck the the smoke in the air or something like that or oh, like yeah. and put it outside. They play the same exact oh music gosh. every time because they like that is had one it on of the repeat. funniest gags like in that whole I, show. Like he's trying to talk to her. What cracks me up is the song though. Like it goes every single oh time, and it's that. it's. But also oh. another thing I love is hot ham water, and they do reference hot that I think water. in season four. It's so when I watched that first episode in like what was it season oh two gosh. or three, yeah. I was dying because oh Lindsay was so proud. She's like, Michael, I made hot ham. <laughs> wow. Oh my god. <laughs> oh, that show was great. <laughs> hot ham water. Oh my uh, gosh. And every anyways. time, every time somebody mentions like. Buster's father, the little like piano trill plays, and Oscar's like, Yeah, uh-huh. his father. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> uh-huh. Oh my god. Oh, that's really good. That's really, yeah. really good. I feel we yeah. sound like friends reminiscing about old memories. I know, it's funny, but that's what that show Heck. is basically. Like, it's that's true. It, it, it kind of has like a real fan base. It's not just like people like The uh-huh. Office and like, let's talk about Dwight. It's like, I mean, it's a full thing where people are like kind of to some degree dissecting stuff and it 
I don't know. I just think it's a really interesting fan base in general. But, like, the show itself is, like, really set up for that. Like, you can't really watch that show if you don't have a good memory. It's true. So. It's true. But... Yeah, yeah. Th- that's why it's so rewatchable because like it's so quotable. Like I have a shirt that just says "There's always money in the banana stand." Oh yeah, that's probably one of the yeah. mo- it's most. Well, I mean, famous that's quotes. yeah, it is most it's most famous quote. But actually, wait, no, it doesn't even say that. It just has the banana on the back of it. It just says really? the booth company. Yeah, and actually, oh. we're kind of big fans like here. So like all like if you come like to our house, which you won't hopefully, don't never come to my house. <laughs> but we have all these glasses, like our water glasses, all say the booth company on them. Why? I don't know. We just have a lot of Arrested Development merch, I guess. But it's That's... it's weird because I grew up, like, before I watched the show, I grew up thinking, like, that it was real, I think. Uh... Like, I remember, I actually could quote the whole thing because I remember my parents watching it. And they used to crack up at me because I used to um, dance to the final countdown and whatever, like Job did or whatever. And then I would also, like say like here's the story of a family who lost everything and the one son who had no choice but to... like I, I knew like the whole like opening thing as like a like four-year-old i don't know but like so yeah we just have a lot of rest of development stuff and so i always knew it was a show i think i broke some of our discs of it at some time but then like also we have the shirts and the glasses and whatever and i like just uh-huh. i don't know like in the back of my mind i thought it was real kind of yeah <laughs> as a kid so anyways <laughs> But man, hot ham water. It's just so good. Yes. I want to watch that like episode I again and to, again. I think I, dang it. Like I just, okay. So I watched season two through four in the span of maybe three or four days. Oh gosh. Cause I was so obsessed. And now like that was two or three weeks ago and I already want to watch uh-huh. the whole thing again. So yeah, yeah it, it's an infinitely rewatchable show. Um, clearly if you've heard anything that we've said and you're a homeschoolish, um, or homeschoolish, that's, that's the only term I have. Like maybe, uh, obvi- I mean, not maybe entirely not, <laughs> uh, like it's not recommended for you probably cause it, it is wow. pretty bad. You could just, you could just say just like a little public service announcement. It's, it's, yeah, it's inappropriate. It's so bad. if you like, don't we kind of like reminisce about it because there's a lot of there's a lot of funny stuff but there's also sadly really sadly there's a lot of not so funny stuff that's true actually no wait it is funny yeah (laughs) it's inappropriately funny so anyway it's funny and it's not like they're like condoning something terrible exactly it's just but like like, the way i take it is that it's seriously messed up it's seriously like all the characters are seriously messed up people and it's no funny. way to base your life around this no. show. That's for yeah. sure. Like, but I would not it recommend definitely it if makes you're for like, good laughs. Yeah. Like if you're it not even like if you're under the age of like I don't know, fifteen or something like that, I probably don't recommend it. Um, yeah. That's that's probably all I have to say there. Yes, but, agreed. Yeah. I mean, now that you've listened to the episode and you've heard me make jokes about like I don't know, Tobias and. That I am a convicted. Maybe sex just joke Google all of the jokes if you want to get. Them Honestly, so the hot ham water. Yeah, do that. That's so great. Or taste hot the happy Michael is probably one of the best ones too. <laughs> I love that so much. <laughs> taste, taste the happy Michael. Which season was that from? I'm trying. I think it was three. Three. Yeah. Because it's been so long since I've seen, like, I mean, I just watched 
you know, four, and now I'm on one again, so I have to, like, go back up and yeah. rewatch everything. I think I'm... Oh, uh, no, like, see, I don't want to start at one. Uh, yeah, why not? I mean, it's funny, but, like, at the same time, I don't know. Like, I think I'm just going to start at four again, honestly. Yeah. And then I'll go back again, but, like, for now, I don't know. I just want to see four the way it was meant to be. <gasps> That's true. Yeah. That's, that is very anyways we've been talking for a little while a little now little i think while. we got the gist of our <laughs> i don't think we did yeah. honestly maybe this is not the titular like it was the titular episode until we started talking about arrested development and then we went everywhere really and i don't really know how you can just talk about it straight through though that's true you can't review it because you can't be like well the plot was good and uh i'm so excited to see what happened to like you know like there's not a lot of that kind of I mean, it's there's just a lot of it's just a lot of different things. Because it's yeah. funny. It, it is funny, and there's a lot of repeat jokes, but you can't review a repeat joke. Uh, so yeah. well, we don't normally. Uh, like I guess out of like the normal, normal way, like we don't like do out of eighteen and like all the different stuff. We usually like shows, rank but... seasons, I guess. At least that's what we've done with uh-huh. Voltron, but you've missed all of those, or almost all of those. Right. So right. Yeah, I guess what I would say is like this is not my favorite, but it's not my least favorite. So probably my favorite still three. And then one, and then five, and then four, and then two. I don't know why I'm, like, bad on two. I guess that's just where I stopped the first time I watched through this show. I got bored at season two halfway because it's just uh-huh. it's the longest season or one of the longest seasons, and there's not, like, a lot of development, I guess. So I... <laughs> Wait, there's not a lot of development in a show called Arrested Development. <laughs> you know what? Fine. That... Maybe I should not be upset about the fact that there is a lack of development in Arrested Development. Uh-huh. Fine. You know what? Yeah. Okay. I don't have any reason why I wouldn't like 2. And I think 2 is where Hot Ham Water came in anyways. Yeah. No, that was 3. Well, the Cornballer. When, when did the Cornballer come in? That was that season 1. Two. Like, I'm that on season, season 1. one. Okay. Like, episode 3 is when the Cornballer came. Okay. Well, there's probably some good stuff from 2. Um, it's, it's worth, I mean, it's not worth, like, skipping that season. It's actually a really good season, and most people like it. I just, for some reason, thought it was boring. Even uh-huh. though it was still funny. So, yeah. But anyways, so that's, that's where I got, and that's, that's the things. And, uh, them's the ropes, kid. And the uh. titular episode of Gosh Daniel, episode 53, is almost over after we thank our delightful, beautiful, and gorgeous patrons who all care about us deeply and our feelings and our emotional state and contact us every day wondering how we're doing. Thanks, Mom. I'm doing well. Um, so to thank people today, um, we're going to thank them. It's going to be good. Wow. Episode. Here we go. Wow. I want to thank Hunt the Bun Gunter Schmunter for always being there for me. I want to thank, um, let's see, Noreen for uh, kind of being there maybe i mean you gave you give me you give us a dollar a month and so for that i say thanks and uh who else is there in our lives uh we have muffin princess what was it 1000 2000 3000 i think it's muffin princess 1000 but we upgraded her last episode to 2000 so what no 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 no. so muffin princess was that approved by me that was not approved by me okay fine muffin princess 1000 thank you Uh for almost enough money to buy a single muffin at the grocery store we appreciate it wow uh, actually no I'm no pretty sorry sure that is muffins no, go by totally, pretty cheap these days you've you've given us enough money to buy like a dozen muffins what who am i talking about i'm i'm thinking back to like a couple years ago the muffin crisis 
of uh, 2013. Uh, so. um, but now, you know, rough. it's good. It's good now. So, yeah, we can buy dozens of muffins because of you. So thanks for that. I can eat breakfast. And uh, let's see. Who uh-huh. else have we got? We got the Schmeckeldorf family who are, I think, What pretty, a great family. In general, they're pretty nice people. Uh, you know, they, they got us movie pass. Or they didn't get you movie pass. They got enough. They, they give us enough money for me to get movie pass. So that's good. Uh, thanks for that. But also, MoviePass updated the way that their terms work, so now you can't go see movies multiple times, and I'm not even sure if you can see a movie every day. So that's crap, um, but it's not your fault, Schmeckeldorfs. It's MoviePass, and so don't get MoviePass if you like your life. Um, that, that's my, my thing. That's my spiel for the day. Oh, yeah, also, he who wishes to not be named, we have to name him every episode as well. So uh, thanks for, for that, um, dude. So that's the thing, and I'm falling apart because I realize this is not the titular episode. So uh, tune in next uh-huh. time for the titular episode. For the titular of episode. Gosh, Daniel. This was episode 53. A podcast about greatness. A podcast about greatness. That's what it's all about. And, that's gonna, can that uh, be I've our slogan? Bob, so and you've you been Daniel. All the time. Yeah, you should. Yes, it's I about have. greatness. Uh, and and uh, let's see. There's at Gosh Daniel Pod. I'm not sure if any of us are still running that, but it's still there. You can send us an email, which we would reply to, at goshdanielrants at gmail.com. We have a full archive of our episodes at goshdanielrants.blogspot.com. If you cannot see them all on your iTunes feed, which we know you can't, um, then then do that. And uh, if you want to give us money, there's patreon.com slash goshdaniel, which would be so appreciated because the service that we host and put all of our podcasts on is increasing in price for storage based on how many episodes we have up on our archives so that is a thing uh, 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 so that would be nice well i i think that um they might be getting overwhelmed with all the links they have to remember but it's in the just realize that all these links are in the description yeah. and i think the most important thing that we can't forget is the, to ask for a uh good five rating on star. itunes please five yeah, stars we don't accept anything but five stars if you want to give Unless, us a four star, then I guess that's fine. But if you want to give us a three star, I guess that's also good. But like two stars, uh, I mean, if if that's what you really think, it's a, yeah. but a one star. No, actually, you know I what we should accept. have them do? We should have okay. So if people, if you have any critiques or anything, just put a five star review, but like put your actual number of stars in the comment that you have. Oh my gosh. Right? And then we'll it's totally listen for everyone. because we love reading back those five-star reviews. Like if I get a five-star review, I will go like immediately on, uh, re- we'll record an episode and we'll be like, hey, this person gave us a five-star review and we'll read it out. So like if you want to say something really mean, uh, I guess you could surpri- surprise us with that bombshell by giving us a five-star rating. And you can hear yes. us sat on air. So that's nice, I guess. Dang. Yes. Oh, that makes me sad. Okay. Okay. All right. And uh, uh, that's the thing. Have a great day. And I guess I have to edit this now. So see you later, people. Ooh, and have a great life. Bye. Or I guess a great week. I don't want to wish you a great life because then you don't have to come back next week mm. and get another great week. So mm-hmm. have a great week taking back the life thing. But if you come back next week, <laughs> I'll give you another good week for free. For free. If you subscribe now, turn it. Tune okay. in next time, and you'll get a free. Turn week. in next time. <laughs> turn, turn, turn in next time, and you'll get a free week of fun. Fun times, happy times. Wait, why are we? Why are we still going? I don't know. This is bad. Okay, bye. <laughs>